0: All right, hello. It is episode 20 of the Arrows Up podcast. It is the week of March 18th, 2019. This is Coach Clem. Hey
1: guys, it's Rhonda.
0: All right, let's get into it. All right, programming for the upcoming week for the group classes. We are still continuing on on basically building our metabolic conditioning. Uh, weather's getting hot outside, so as the weather starts to change, you may actually start seeing a lot of these workouts being um, built around running.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we got to
0: start running and we got to start doing a lot of the metabolic conditioning things that uh, we may not have been focused in on during the wintertime because it was cold. So uh, if the weather is warm and springs uh, already here. Uh, you guys better start getting used to running outside and lifting weight and moving things uh, at the same time. So that's what's going to be coming down the pipeline. It's our spring training, cleaning out the closet type of deal.
1: Yeah, and so I guess that's a good reminder, too, to, uh, for athletes to be looking at box command programming. And yes. uh, if you have a separate pair of running shoes versus what you use regularly for, for the group classes, just to make sure you bring those in.
0: Yeah, bring that in as a, as a backup. You okay. should have that in there. If there's like long distance running that um, you may not have looked at box command that day and you just totally forgot or, you know, you got busy.
1: Just keep them in your trunk. Keep them
0: in your trunk. So that way you are, you're always prepared. Uh, also, if you have weightlifting shoes, I'd probably keep that in the trunk. And of rope. course.
1: Jump rope. Jump rope. Yeah. And of
0: course, your um, regular shoes. Yep. Yeah. Or training shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olympic lifting folks, we're still moving along in our strength and uh, strength program. So keep, uh, keep. Keep going on with that. I saw a lot of the Olympic weightlifting folks looking really good on 19.4, moving that weight for the power snatches. So keep up the good work. If you're still interested in the Olympic weightlifting, uh, just feel free to give us a, give us a, a try. Uh, this upcoming Saturday is the last Saturday where it's from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. since it's the last week of the, of the uh, Open. Yep. Um, and then what's going to happen after that, it's 7.30 to 9 Yes. So it'll switch, but uh, stay in tune. We'll, we'll have that on the next podcast Uh, for the gymnastics folks. 19.4 was heavy gymnastics, wasn't it? Yes. And the (laughs) gymnastics folks had an advantage. uh, I think because we had the big build on Friday, we had 19.4 rolling this upcoming weekend and on the Big Build on Friday, we talked about strategy tips, how to cycle a barbell efficiently, how to do your burpees more efficiently, how to do your gymnastics under fatigue more efficiently. Uh, it really helped out a lot of the uh, gymnastics folks in this uh, in this series because they were ready to go this weekend. Right. I mean, a lot of the gymnastics folks looked really good on that pull-up bar. And That's that amazing. really helped. So it, keep it... I always say, you know, just uh, think about that because when when we start rolling along and you start thinking about competitions coming up, uh, pull-ups are coming. Uh, usually these functional competitions will follow what uh, the CrossFit Open follows. So if a scaled athlete is forced to do pull-ups and strict handstand push-ups this year, guess what might be happening for the rest of these uh, c- uh, competitions coming up? You might be seeing pull-ups and you might be seeing strict handstand push-ups and a lot of this gymnastic stuff rolling down the pipeline. Because most, uh, most of the people running these events, they will follow the CrossFit open standards on what is considered a scaled to an RX athlete.
1: Yeah, and even if you're not wanting to compete, just to, to get the, those milestones in gymnastics as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you, just, you have those kind of milestones. That's something you could just put a feather in your cap as an athlete. <laughs> Like, you get your first pull-up. You get your first, you know, handstand push-up. This kind of stuff pushes you and makes you into a better person.
1: Sure.
0: All right. Well, on to the next topic.
1: All right. So, the next topic is we're going to do a quick recap of the CrossFit Open's 19.4. So, of course, you guys are fully aware that uh, the CrossFit Open is a five-week test of fitness. And uh, this week was the week four of five. Yep. And uh, we'll let Coach Clem... Tell us what that was all about. Home
0: stretch, baby. This is the workout before the last workout. The
1: the ascending,
0: you difficulty. The difficulty, the mountain is getting (laughs) steep, more and more steep as we go along. This is usually par for the course for the open. They'll start off with something real light, you know, something that everyone can do and uh, everyone can uh, basically take a bite out of. And as the weeks go on, what they'll do is they'll start to increase the capacity. They'll start increasing load. Uh, and then they start increasing on gymnastic gymnastics. movements. Yeah. Uh, and what, what their goal is, is to basically create a more balanced athlete and also to humble the shit out of you in the process. Because once <laughs> you finish uh, the open workouts, you, if you haven't looked back on an open workout when you finish it and say, I got work to do, then you should be on the podium with Matt Frazier. Because everybody that, that finishes the CrossFit Open, we all say, I got a lot of fucking work to do. And that's the whole purpose of the CrossFit Open.
1: And I I think that's the fun part, too. Oh, yeah, it's the fun part. You have this canvas now, this open canvas that you can start plotting out your next goals.
0: Yes. It actually starts to help you out on your vision board. Boom, boom, boom. So, 19.4. If you guys, uh, just to recap, 19.4. I hope you guys had a cough drop available or some sort of a liquid.
1: I I got worried about that over there. You... The cough drop is not, like, in your mouth the entire workout, right?
0: I had a cough drop in my mouth the entire workout.
1: That's so scary to me. Yeah. (laughs) Doing muscle-ups and, like, choking on a cough drop, that's not a good look.
0: Well, (laughs) what's not a good look is walking around the gym uh, with a smoker's cough (laughs) and talking like, you know, you you, just smoke a pack of cigarettes. It helped a lot. Okay. Because it lubricated your throat because you're breathing in a lot of that air, and when you start to fatigue, especially during the burpees, you're huffing and puffing. And if you don't have something in there like uh, lubricating the throat or helping you to get the the air, um, it, helping you to to keep your throat from drying out, you're gonna have a smoker's cough.
1: Yeah.
0: It, we call it the Fran, cough in the, the Fran cr- cough in the CrossFit world, but
1: well, then then you also add in the the allergens just that's ha- normally happening yes. right now this time of year. So if could...
0: you guys can't hear, I have a frog in my Little, throat
1: right yeah. now. So yeah, awesome, 19.4. What are your predictions on 19.5?
0: Well, you know, 19.4, I just want to just circle back on that. (laughs) Like, wait a
1: minute. (laughs) Because
0: 19.4 is a classic uh, CrossFit Open workout where it will attack your cardio capacity, mix in the Olympic weightlifting, and then attack your cardio capacity again and mix in gymnastics. So it literally will touch on every part of the pyramid on in the crossfit or i guess in the uh, functional fitness hierarchy it touches on everything that you need to do or be good at in order to be able to uh you know move loads and stay keep your uh, conditioning good and
1: virtuosity you have
0: virtuosity keep your gymnastics in line so that's 19.4 in a nutshell uh so
1: you liked it i
0: love the workout that's great uh the workout i think you probably, liked all of them so i far. loved all of them yeah uh this one's probably my favorite, though. Wow. Um, and this, this one probably will, will make another appearance.
1: In a future year? In, in the
0: future. Not in a future year, but in, in the future in our box. Oh,
1: a workout. <laughs> yes. That's,
0: okay. Uh, so 19.5, uh, it's the last workout they have Matt Frazier and Tia Toomey as the two competing athletes. Oh, that's
1: gonna be fun to watch.
0: And then they have Brenda Castro and I forgot the other athlete's name. Brendita. Yeah, Brenda Castro and another a- athlete, but it was they finished one and two in last year's regionals in Latin America. Brenda went to the games, the other person was runner up. They're gonna go against each other as well.
1: That's fun.
0: So it's gonna be a throwdown. Whenever, whenever you see Matt Fraser and Tia Toomey, two of the titans when it comes to the CrossFit Games, mm-hmm. are two champions, you know they're not going to waste that kind of talent and that kind of ability uh, and that kind of sexiness on the television mm-hmm. just doing some basic deadlifts or something crazy that that's anybody can do. What I think they're going to do, they have not hit chest-to-bar pull-ups for RX athletes. Okay. I believe it's going to be... And call me crazy on this, but I think it's going to be a ladder. I think it's going to be chest-to-bar pull-ups mixed in with thrusters. Oh! But the weight of the thrusters will go up after every round completed.
1: No, baby. And the <laughs> amount of
0: reps on chest-to-bar will go up on every round completed. So you think That's it'll just be I those
1: think. two movements only? I,
0: I think it'll be those two movements. I think it's going to be thrusters and chest-to-bar pull-ups. Because I can't see anything else that they're doing. That they haven't touched yet. They've already done wall balls. They already done rowing. Uh, they already done burpees. So they usually don't repeat movements, but they could. You never know. You never know.
1: Well, that's your official prediction. We'll see what happens. Of course, we're gonna find out this Thursday night, uh, and then you know, you go. Of course, we will have the um, the, the times for the wads will be on our um, athletes updates page, event page for the open, and it'll be the final one. And by the way, we are uh, the theme. We thought it would just be really appropriate just for us to do our any 10 Arrows shirt that you have yes in your collection uh feel free to wear that of course if you did get the open shirt we never really had a week where we did the open shirt so yes. this will be our like finale week where you'll wear your open t-shirt if you have it or if you don't if you didn't get that you can wear any 10 Arrows apparel so it'll be our 10 Arrows week and a you, finale.
0: yeah, and you can bring some alcohol if you want. Just you keep mentioning that,
1: one. yeah, you yeah, want I to... mean
0: it's like the celebration. Yeah. It's over. Just crack a cold one and have and you know have a cold one with your friends.
1: So, so what we'll probably do is do some mimosas.
0: Mimosas, that sounds good to me.
1: Okay, we'll do some mimosas. I'll put a, I'll put some <laughs> posts out there and see if who wants to bring in some OJ and some champagne. All right. All right. Next topic. On to the next. All right, so we are going to move on to the next topic, which is um, our third installment for the month of March on our progress versus achievement series and mm. if, if you're if you're listening in for the first time during this month of March, essentially this series is about the mindset or mental focus of the athletes in the box. And just really kind of defining out what is progression mindset versus achievement mindset. Yeah. And uh, where you should be falling, in our opinion, as far as uh, your goals long-term. Uh, achievement is really just a byproduct of progression overall. So if you're chasing achievement, uh, you tend to falter <laughs> a lot more frequently. So today we are actually want to talk about, it's a pretty big topic. It comes up a lot uh, in, in our workouts and in, we're going to call it the rx factor and what it means uh and how sometimes it's misconstrued uh in, in our in our fitness environment so coach clem want to take it away rx factor
0: yes the rx factor that's the pink elephant big old elephant in the room right <laughs> everybody wants to be an rx athlete everybody looks at the board and says what's the rx weight Um, we're talking about the RX factor because this is actually a good topic to have, especially once we just finished 19.4, in which case, uh, I think just about everybody did it RX so they can get the stimulus of the workout because they weren't able to complete the entire workout RX because RX was muscle ups. So that was one part of the, the workout. The second part where most folks could not do the RX as recommended. So we did the RX with the weight. Then then we modified it towards the tail end to continue the stimulus of the workout. That is the purpose of doing workouts every single day. It's to keep the intended stimulus of what is the goal of the workout that's being laid out. The coaches will do a great job of explaining what the stimulus is because don't uh, focus in on RX. Don't focus in on the weight and trying to basically achieve a workout with the weight. Because what will inherently happen is if you try to choose a weight that you can't handle, or you try to choose a movement that you can't do, uh, you're going to spend a lot of time and waste a lot of energy trying to do the same movement that you can do quicker and more focused on technique and efficiently, form, yeah. and safely. That's super important. Safety is key whenever doing these workouts. If you choose a weight that you can't handle or do a movement you can't handle, what will inherently happen is your form goes to crap, you start to move like crap, the weight starts to take over, the movement starts to take over. You
1: missed the stimulus.
0: You missed the stimulus.
1: <laughs> you missed a great workout. You move
0: terribly, and something is going to get injured, or you're going to get frustrated.
1: Coach, let me ask you a question. I'm just going to, i want to break it down, because we use these words stimulus, and, you know, in the fitness industry, it's like, you know, second hat for you. But what is stimulus?
0: Stimulus is... Basically, the way in order to generate the body to create change. Okay. That's the stimulus. So, it is the purpose of the workout to generate change within the body.
1: So, the intended stimulus is what you can physically exert correctly to get you to a really great workout. If, if I'm just thinking about it in just dumb, dumb terms for me. Like, it's just like, how much can I physically achieve push myself to, and do it correctly.
0: Correctly, exactly. So it stimulates your body's movements. It it stimulates your muscles to fire correctly. It stimulates your cardio capacity and your endurance to become better. And it also stimulates your mental capacity. Because if you choose a weight, let's say we do a workout where it's 135-pound snatch for a guy, uh, and an athlete chooses that 135, But let's say the workout is only going to involve you to do five snatches per round.
1: Okay.
0: Followed by 10 bar muscle-ups. You take that same athlete that can't handle a 135-pound snatch. Let's say their one rep max is 135. Sure. And they try to do five snatches at 135 of their PR Mm. in the workout. They will spend the majority of their time looking at the barbell, trying to complete five snatches, doing PRs every single time. While everyone else has already finished their five snatches, they've already moved into their muscle-ups or pull-ups. They're going into the next round. They're doing their five snatches, muscle-ups and pull-ups. So they're creating the stimulus of their endurance is getting better, their muscles are getting built, their skills are getting better, and mentally they're in the game because they know they can move around the weight and they can do the movements so they have confidence. So that's more. That's another stimulus a part of the workout. Whereas the person that's doing the 135 that they can't handle. Struggling. And taking 20 minutes to finish.
1: uh uh-huh.
0: Is going to be frustrated. So the stimulus is not there for the mental capacity. The physical capacity is not there. Because they're doing five PRs in one shot. As well as their endurance is not getting better. Because they don't even get a chance to even try to test themselves on a, on a gymnastics movement. Or even doing a run. If it's, in, if it's Because the time in the has
1: eliminated. Because the it time
0: has elapsed. Yeah. So... That is where I'm talking about with the stimulus. You want to choose a weight that you can handle so you can complete a workout safely, efficiently, and get the stimulus to basically become better over the long term.
1: So let me ask you a question, too, because, you know, our bodies day over day can change, too. Like, yes. you know, we can have different, uh, different stressors at work, at home, um, and a weight that might have been really well for us one week, the next week, could we like potentially see, you know, hey, for some reason, I just don't have it today. Like I I need to take this weight off because I want to be able to get a, a good stimulus today, even though that might be a little bit less than my stimulus last week in the same exact workout.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So every every day is different. Right. Some days you might be able to snatch 135 with no problem. Next day, you might not be able to snatch 135 at all. Like it just doesn't feel good because maybe you've had the stressors, like you said, during the day or just mentally not in it.
1: Nutrition, just different. Yeah, factors. just
0: didn't sleep well. Any kind of thing. Uh, you got a nagging injury or nagging pain going somewhere. So that's the time where it's a good idea to modify a workout to continue the stimulus to still get physically fit.
1: Perfect. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So the RX factor. So so what. As an athlete, what should we be thinking about when we see RX weights and things of that nature?
0: So usually with an RX weight, or if you look at an actual workout where there is an RX weight listed, I normally go on a percentage factor a lot of times. So a lot of times, most of these type of workouts, so you take a a workout where it's got a 95-pound thruster or a uh, 135 snatch, that should usually, if you're going to be moving it efficiently, Usually be about maybe 70 to 75% of your one rep max okay. or lower. Okay. If that, if that weight is over 75% of your one rep max, we're getting into the 80 to 85% to 95 to 100% Like getting you you close rep to max, your PR.
1: Yeah. You
0: need to scale that way. You need to modify the weight. We're not gonna say scale anymore. We're gonna say modify. Okay. So if it's close to your one rep max, if it's 80% or more, modify the weight down. So you can continue to to do the workout as intended and you can continue to move efficiently and also build every other component of your body at the same time. That also includes gymnastics. So if you're looking at a a movement where it has 10 10 pull-ups in a round and your one rep max for pull-ups is like five.
1: Five unbroken?
0: Five unbroken. Okay. So you need to think about it this way. Don't spend... Ten minutes trying to get ten pull-ups. Right. Do your five pull-ups, and then modify it to maybe ring rows or banded pull-ups or assisted pull-ups, and then go into the next round and try to do as many pull-ups as you can. Then modify it back down.
1: You have to just essentially keep it moving. You
0: have to keep it moving. Right. That you you shouldn't spend the entire workout doing one movement. That's a challenge to you the entire time because you you shot your load and you're trying to do too much. Got That's it. when you get hurt. All right. <laughs> All right. Do you
1: have anything else on the RX factor?
0: I think that's about it. I mean, everyone pretty much is pretty smart when it comes to the RX factor. We're just putting that out there. So uh, if you're feeling yourself that one day and a coach t- taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, you might want to consider lowering the weight, be humble enough to understand that we're looking at you move and we're looking at the train coming off the track, maybe. And we want to save that from happening. And
1: then on the flip side, too, if it's just not your, your best performance day and you're scaling down the weight because you want to get that stimulus in for how you're feeling that day. And then a coach may ask you, like, hey, you know, you, want to, you might want to add some weight on there. I think you can handle it. You know, just letting them know, like, hey, today's, today's not my day. I'm just, yeah. I just want to get through this and, and get a good stimulus. And so. it's
0: totally fine for an athlete to tell a coach that, yeah, too. Of like, of if course. a coach was to say, hey, you might want to go a little bit heavier. That looks real light. As an athlete, it's okay to tell a coach to say, hey, today it's I your feel workout. like I want to work on my technique, so I'm going to go a little bit lighter. It's been a hard day. I just want to really you know, get a good sweat.
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's your workout, and it's, it's how you want to perform. And uh, coaches are there just to give you recommendations. Ultimately, yeah. it's, it's on you.
0: And there's another thing about the RX factor as well. Um, really focus on moving properly, squatting to depth. Uh, making sure your snatch is locked out as it needs to be. Uh, making sure that your deadlift looks good. Making sure that all these things are working properly. Because that is another indicator on your RX factor is how well you move under intense uh, fatigue, fatigue yeah. or pressure. Because if you're not moving efficiently um, at the beginning, you're going to move worse and worse and worse and worse. So really focus on your form and technique. Form and technique is always going to be before weight.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, great topic. We'll move on to our quote of the week.
0: Cool. On to the next.
1: All right. So this is the quote of the week. And uh, every week we do the quote, uh, hopefully to inspire you to chase and achieve your your goals for the week ahead. This comes to us from Cole Sager and he is a CrossFit athlete. Clem will talk a little bit more about him, Uh, but he relies really heavily on uh, the Proverbs uh, part of the Bible. And the quote is a day off here, a day off there, and quickly you begin to see your dreams vanish before you. And that was Proverbs 6.10 through 11.
0: That's a great quote. Yeah. So Cole Sager, there's, a, there's some of our athletes that went to Alamo City CrossFit last year uh, for the CrossFit Open. Yeah, they had a live event. Yeah, I can't remember what uh, week it was, but it was one of the CrossFit Open events. It was Cole Sager. It was Matt Frazier and it was Scott I think He
1: was 18.3.
0: Was it 18.3? I think so. Uh, and it was an awesome atmosphere, man. That was like, that was great. Uh, and Cole Sager was one of those guys, man. He's just really uh, in tune with the community. He really, really he's pretty much just about everybody's darling. Uh, we were all screaming our heads off for Cole Sager because he was he was the last well, one to finish. He was the underdog. Yeah, he was the underdog, he was the last one to finish. And uh, it finished with a heavy squat clean, and he uh, was failing a bunch of times because it was it was basically close to his PR, and he was hitting the the, the and he was just basically just having the crowd just cheer him on. And, you know, we were just over there screaming our heads off. Uh, Matt Frazier's next mm-hmm. to Cole Sager, screaming at him. Scott Pancheck's next to him, screaming at him. And he ends up cleaning it, cleaning close to his PR a few times. Yeah. Uh, and then after the buzzer sounds, you know, he's pointing to the crowd and just basically saying thank you so much for helping me uh, push this thing and if you you had to be there it because electric. it was electric and it was so sincere and genuine as far as the amount of uh, gratitude he showed, uh, it, it's hard not to be a fan of Cole Sager. Uh, he's a Washington boy, so if you guys don't know State about Cole, he's from he's from Washington. Uh, he played college football for four years, um, so he's got a, a huge athletic background. But what makes Cole Sager great is he's so humble. Uh, one of his hashtags is "Be kind, work hard." Yes, and. He believes in not having idle hands in whatever he does. Uh, and that kind of philosophy is, is awesome for us as athletes as well. Uh, it is easy for us to sit back and take a day off here, day off there, day off here. I'll go tomorrow. Maybe I won't go tomorrow. I, I'm busy. I can't do this. It is extremely easy. Hell, it's easy for me, and I own a gym, for, the, for me to say, I'm going to take a day off for the next week. You know, those days off, they start to add up like piggy, uh, pennies in a piggy bank. Yeah. And before you know it, it's July. It's hot. Everyone's got shorts on. Everyone's got tank tops on. Everyone's got, you know, T-shirts on. And your days that you've accumulated, those pennies in your piggy bank that you've accumulated leading up to July could end up with you looking at your goal of wanting to be bikini ready and saying, damn, I took a lot of days off and now look at my result in July.
1: Well, not only that, just you're, you have a biometric screening at work, you know, and then your numbers are, are just not as where you thought it would be. Yeah. So it, it comes in different forms.
0: So yeah, us as athletes, our goal at the end of the day is to look good naked. It's, that's the reality. I mean, I'm just being more blunt. You know, my wife Rhonda, she likes to be a little bit more politically correct, but uh, that's just how I roll. I mean, at the end of the day, we want to look good with the least amount of clothes on, <laughs> period. Right. We want—we have a black cocktail dress we want to look good in. Uh, we have that tight t-shirt that guys want to look good in. We have those pair of jeans that we want to look good in. That is the ultimate goal for athletes that, that do this kind of work.
1: Sure. And then also just, you know, being healthy, being able to just, you know, if you need a Climb a flight of stairs. You're not just dying and doing it. So exactly. there's lots of different reasons. But yeah, so a day off here, a day off there, and quickly you begin to see your dreams vanish before you. That is a really great quote in Proverbs.
0: It's pretty straightforward to the point. Don't waste so days. So get in
1: the box, y'all. <laughs> don't, wait includes
0: <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't waste days. me. Don't waste days because days become weeks, weeks become months, months become years. Yeah, the and
1: time will pass regardless. And the
0: piggy bank is worth about $2 billion because you just done... Uh, invested a lot of pennies on Miss Days.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, looking forward to a great week. 19.5 is coming up, guys, and we will see you in the box.
0: All right. Well, that is it for the Arrows Up podcast. This is Coach Clem.
1: Hey, it's Rhonda. Bye, guys.
0: Peace out.